0: And welcome to another episode of Last Minute Thoughts, a Turf Show Times um, podcast. So, JB, how's your weekend, man?
1: Pretty good. Week 18. How many times have you messed that up this week, right? It's just so weird. Uh, It's our first time through it, but here we are.
0: Yeah, you know, um, first ever week 18 in the NFL and a lot, a lot to talk about. Not really... um, a must win for the Rams, but it's a, we'd really like to get this one kind of, kind of game. So, um, and we'll talk about that here in a moment. There has been some exciting news in uh, random. Is that a word? Random fandom.
1: We're making it a word today. Right? (laughs) Yeah. It's
0: we're, we're using it like one, Um, but not the least of which uh, the Rams currently, are one of only two teams in the NFL that are currently on a five game winning streak. The Rams and the Packers, the only two teams that can claim um, this particular title, JB, what would that be called?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's pretty unexpected too, right? It comes off of a three game losing streak. So uh, if we could have rewinded back then to say this would have been the outcome, uh, I'm not sure a lot of us saw this coming, but here we are and we'll take it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right there with you. five game winning streak and you know, it, it's come against good teams and against some um, pretty significant mistakes that would, that did cost them games in the past, which is a good thing to see heading into the playoffs. I think this team is really starting to find itself um, here in week 18. Still strange. Um JB, right now, the Rams are currently on top of the NFC West. They can lock it up with a win or a Cardinals loss. We're hoping for both. JB, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think you still have a lot to play for this weekend. If you win and you lock up that two seed, you know, you'd really like to play either the Saints, 49ers, or Eagles much more than if you lose the Cardinals win. Now you're the five seed. You have to play the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry World, or maybe you're playing the Cardinals. So definitely there's some incentive to going out and winning this game and just taking care of business and keeping everything within your control. So hopefully the Rams go out and execute tomorrow.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's a really good point, too, because there's a big drop-off between a win and a loss here for the Rams, right? They're going to the playoffs. We know that at this point it's just a matter of – Where, (laughs) right? Are we staying at home uh, for the the wild card weekend or going on the road? And um, obviously in the friendly confines of SoFi Stadium, that would definitely be um, a much better way to kick off the NFL playoffs. Um, All right. So coming off a big win in Baltimore and uh, JB, quite an ending. So I'm going to tell you something. I was driving across the Western States, listening to this game on the radio and I I was able to listen to it all the way up until their final drive. I got to the point where the defense had made their stand, forced that field goal, and now it's in Matthew Stafford's hands. And then the radio dies. And then I get nothing. So I had to go about an hour <laughs> until I had cell signal again to find out the end of that game. But what were your thoughts, JB, on their win in Baltimore?
1: Yeah, it's weird to say, but... Whenever Matthew Stafford took the field for that game-winning touchdown or the game-winning drive, I had complete confidence that the Rams are going to come away with the lead. I don't really know what it was. He was perfect in the second half. We know the last two weeks, if you go back to the Vikings game in the first half against the Ravens, you know, it's been ugly at times for Stafford, not necessarily taking care of the ball, as we'd expect. But whenever he had that, that second half and he brought him within striking distance, when he took the field, I knew they were going to come away with the lead and you know, Odell Beckham, he made some big plays too. So he deserves just as so much credit as Stafford, but with the fourth down conversion and then scoring the game winning touchdown. So clutch performances from some big time players. And that's exactly what the doctor ordered last week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's, that's the thing about Stafford too, is he's good in the fourth quarter and he's been consistently good throughout his career in the fourth quarter. So, um, you know, that's, that's why you get Stafford. It, it's, it's for moments like that. He knows how to close out games and, you know, it's frustrating as a Rams fan to see those mistakes. Cause sometimes they're just awfully boneheaded, right? Let's just call a spade a spade there. But um, that's why you get Stafford over a golf is, I mean, how much confidence to have in golf in that situation. I mean, he's good, but I, I don't know. I, I would definitely take Stafford in that situation. Um, JB, I think this defense is just getting better. That fourth down stand. Holy cow. What were your thoughts on their defensive performance?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they gave up 19 points, right? And 13 of those came off of Stafford turnovers. So, you know, the Baltimore offense, they had Tyler Huntley. He's been pretty good this year. Not much of a drop-off from Lamar Jackson, really, whenever you consider that he's kind of having a down year. So six points to a pretty good offense when you strip out the turnovers. So it's really tough to watch the offense continue to put them in bad situations, but they rise to the occasion. They make plays when they need to in just another performance that was outstanding last week. You're seeing the Von Miller acquisition pay dividends. You're seeing Leonard Floyd have a career year and Jalen Ramsey has been spectacular as he has all season. Oh yeah. And this guy named Aaron Donald, he's been pretty good the last month too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think it may have, have heard that name a time or two in the past. Um, <laughs> JB, I, I think what gets lost, and I agree with everything you just said there, I think what gets lost or what seems to have gotten lost, I don't watch a ton of um, sports shows or listen to a ton of sports radio, so maybe I just missed it over the course of the week, but the physicality of that defense has really been on display in the past few weeks. Um, and I don't know if it can be attributed to Greg Gaines, being out there and just being more um, uh, effective as a starter, um, they're on that defensive line, or if it's just they're gelling as a group, but um, they're really taking it to other teams. And if Stafford isn't making those mistakes, uh, that defense just really seems to to have things under control. So um, I love to see it, and I think going into this game where they need to have. Some of that physicality um, is really uh, heartening, I guess. It kind of gives me confidence going into this game um, that they'll be able to not only take a punch, but but deliver a punch right back. Speaking of punches, JB, there was a bit of a scuffle there at the beginning of the Baltimore game between one Jalen Ramsey and one Tyler Rapp. What do we make of this? Is there anything? Is it a nah? Is it something? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not really too sure what to make of it. We've seen Ramsey kind of throw rap into the bus at times in previous press conferences over the years, too, namely his first year here with the Rams. But then you also throw in the Sean McVay mention on the Matthew Stafford pick six that the number two receiver, which turned out to be Odell Beckham Jr., ran the wrong route, essentially letting um, you know Clark make the interception and take it back for a touchdown. So not normally things you see from a buttoned-up organization like the Rams. It's pretty curious. Um, you know, we know the investment the Rams have made in Matthew Stafford this season, so it makes sense that McVay would have his back over someone who, like Odell, who only has one year left on his contract, and he'll be a free agent this offseason. So when you put those two things together, it's just not situations that we've seen the Rams put themselves in. Uh, usually they take care of that stuff behind closed doors, and it's peculiar at best, you know. I have no other way to explain it.
0: Yeah, and um you're you're a hundred percent spot on there. I mean the Rams really aren't one of these organizations that you um think of when it comes to drama, right? Um they they seem to kind of have things on lockdown. Um and from a media perspective, it was definitely um it, it was nice to see A B do A B things um <laughs> because it kind of brushed that under under the rug, I think, as far as a Mass media is concerned, but uh, you know these are competitive guys, and I think um, you know you take the money out of it, you take you know the the fame and adulation that comes with it. Um, you know they're they're competitive; and they want to win and you know, uh, those types of things are going to happen, I think. So I don't think there's much to make of it. Um, I'm not too concerned with this team. I think, like you said, they have a way of handling things, um, the way that they do. So, uh, and, and let's be honest, sometimes it's good to put people on blast, you know, they'll, they'll step up if they know, um, they make a mistake. So going into this game, I think having their, uh, Thoughts and eyes and things directed um, towards the 49ers uh, will will pay dividends and then, and it'll, it'll be good for them. Speaking of the 49ers, JB. Um, Trey Lance, he got the start last week. There's some question who's going to start a quarterback for the 49ers this week. Trey Lance got a start last week. Um, Decent statistics, right? 70% completion, um, which isn't crazy when it comes to a Kyle Shanahan offense because of the way he just runs things a lot of short intermediate passes there. 249 yards, two touchdowns, one interceptions, eight rushes for 31 yards. Um, Trey Lance, is he the next coming of Patrick Mahomes?
1: (laughs) I think it might be a little too early to make proclamations like that. But, you know, he did have an early interception. He's a raw guy that just hasn't played a lot of football over the course of his career, either in college or the NFL. But you do see progress being made from his first appearance earlier this season. I think Garoppolo was dealing with an ankle or lower leg injury. And, you know, he was running around a lot, like running for his life almost. And you fast forward to week 17 where he makes his next start, and he looks a lot more like a quarterback, an NFL quarterback, where he's playing within the pocket. He's making plays with his legs when needed. But, yeah, he the offense did not look very much like it has over the course of the season. So it's transformed. He has a different element to it, both with his legs and just he has different throws available to him that we don't see Jimmy Garoppolo make too often. So, yeah, you can definitely see why the 49ers traded up to go get him and why they think he might be the quarterback of the future over someone like Garoppolo.
0: You know, far be it for me to stick up for the 49ers um, or <laughs> try to help them out in any way. I think it's interesting because you brought up the fact that he's a raw talent and, and talent is, a, you know, that's, that's definitely an applicable word when it comes to Trey Lance, um, but he's a rookie. And he still has a lot to learn when it comes to playing NFL football, especially considering he came from a small school. Um, So he's going up against – Uh, bigger, faster guys than even he saw in college. So um, there's going to be a learning curve for him. I think it speaks volumes that Shanahan wasn't going to commit to a starting quarterback this week. Uh, What we saw from Trey Lance might've got it done against the Houston Texans, but they're going into a must win situation while the Rams know they're going to the playoffs. Yes. We'd like to have this win. Yes. Getting the number two seed um, is much more um, beneficial for the Rams. The Niners need this win. They have to win this game if they want to go to the playoffs. Um, Not that they can't go if they lose, but they need some help. Um, This way they control their own destiny if they win. So do you think that it says, or rather speaks to a lack of confidence that um, Shanahan may have in Trey Lance, um, or we can go with a veteran, tried and, and, and proven, guy who has a pretty high win percentage as a quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. So does this speak to Shanahan's lack of confidence in Trey Lance, JB?
1: Well, this is the way I see it, and I don't have any information that no one else with a quick Google search can have at the tip of their fingers, but I objectively think this is a 49ers team that isn't as good as a squad that went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago against the Chiefs, and even in an ideal situation, they were... Garoppolo is a couple of plays away from winning that game. So, if we fast forward to now, I think that, you know, their prospects are worse than they were a couple of years ago. So, Trey Lance, he gives you a ceiling, a higher ceiling that you can go out and compete against teams like the Cowboys or the Green Bay Packers. He has a much lower floor, so it could end in a disaster too. But at least he gives you that high end opportunity that you can go out and kind of play spoiler in the playoffs. And I really do think that. You know, Garoppolo, he is limited in practice all week. I think just the illusion that he might play is pretty much gamesmanship in my opinion, but I think we'll see Lance. I think he gives them the better chance in the playoffs and it's going to prepare them for future seasons. Whenever Lance has that experience in his pocket already.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think we may see a blend of the two, but yeah, it's, it's mostly gamesmanship. I would think too. Although Again, not to help out or or plant any bugs in anybody's ear, but um, I happen to think Garoppolo gives them the better chance of winning. I don't know, obviously, the extent of, of his injuries other than what has been reported. So, um, you know, we'll see on Sunday. Speaking of injuries, Rams are looking pretty healthy, and there is um, they have someone coming back from injury. One Cam Akers. Um Going to dress. He's going to be there. We'll most likely get some carries. He looked like he was going to be a good back in the NFL. A good, solid NFL back, if not spectacular, a year ago. What can we expect from Cam Akers this week, JB?
1: Yeah, I posted a piece on Tertiary Times this week, kind of compiling some of his highlights from his rookie year. And to be honest, I kind of forgot how good he was. Uh, He's explosive. He has power. He's a great receiver out of the backfield. So some of his best plays last year came on receptions. So, and through the air. So I'm excited if he's even remotely close to the same player, it's going to be a big addition for the Rams. Just add something that, you know, we've seen Sonny Michelle kind of struggle in the passing game in recent weeks. So just add something that the Rams don't currently have. Uh, We know Achilles injuries are tough. There's no telling if he is the same player or maybe it takes a year for him to get back to full force, but uh we'll see what happens this weekend and we'll see what happens as the playoffs unfold in the coming weeks too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's, that's the one concern I have for Cam Akers <clears throat> is coming back a little bit too fast. <laughs> perhaps and we know that with Achilles uh, ruptures, like he had um, we've seen athletes with this injury um, and we've seen it impact their explosiveness. So hopefully he continues to have that because if you have a healthy Cam Akers, if you had, or have the guy that we saw last year, um, as much as I love Sony Michelle, I think that Cam Akers is an upgrade at that running back position. I don't know, maybe rushing him in or putting him, you know, in, in, in that full-time RB1 slot is um, a good way to go this week. And so we'll probably see him have some carries. I don't think we're going to see him have, you know, a 15-20 carry game or touch game. But uh, glad to see him coming back, especially to make a playoff run, because any help, not that they're bad, not that the Rams are doing bad, but any help they can get in that backfield um, is much needed with Hendo not being there. Um, Otherwise, Rams, clean bill of health. Um, Nick Scott broke his thumb, but he's going to cast it up. He's going to play it um and it'll be good to go 49ers dealing with some covid issues uh reading reeling reeling, reeling is, is ugly head am i saying that right probably not i'm michael scott and it up hero but um <laughs> jimmy ward uh dante johnson kaywan williams are all on the reserve but they have a chance to play come sunday so we could see them um but as far as injuries for the 49ers Anything that we need to be concerned about there, JB?
1: Well, they have Thomas and Emmanuel Mosley ready to play this week. That's probably their two best corners, so should be sufficient for them. They could be in a much worse scenario, I think. But yeah, Jimmy Ward, we saw him have two interceptions last time the Rams played. One was on the Higby screen, and the other was when Stafford tried to you know, push the ball deep when he shouldn't to OBJ. So um, he'd be a big player if he's unavailable. It would really help the Rams, but... I just think that with the, new, with the new rules and the COVID-19 guidelines the NFL's put into place, these guys probably won't miss much more time. But something that is kind of concerning for the 49ers is Trent Williams has an elbow injury. He pretty much didn't practice all week. Early in the week, Kyle Shanahan expressed optimism that he would be able to play in this game, but the course of the practice week didn't really bear that out. So I'd consider him, I think he's less questionable, probably more of a game-time decision. And whenever you're facing people like Von Miller and Leonard Floyd, That'd be a huge loss if he's unavailable for them.
0: Yeah, big time loss. They need as much help as they can get on that offensive line. Not that the offensive line is bad for the 49ers. They've they've played well this year, but um, with the aforementioned physicality that the Rams defensive line has been bringing lately. Um, They can ill afford to lose any players, especially against those guys that you mentioned, uh, Leonard Floyd and Von Miller, who's really been stepping it up um, this year. So the magic is still, is still there with Von Miller. JB, I am, I, it, it, it pains me to say this. It pains me every time to say it, but, uh, the 49ers bit of a winning streak against the Rams. Um, and you know, I respect Debo Samuel as a player. I do. I do. But, uh, he likes to bring up the fact he's never lost to the Rams. He's played more games against the Rams than he's played in the playoffs, but, um, he's not tasted defeat to the Los Angeles Rams. Is that going to happen this week? What are your thoughts on the upcoming game on Sunday?
1: Yeah, I think the frustrating part about Debo Samuel is when you talk about specific matchups on the Rams defense and you usually have those number one receivers, you just throw Jalen Ramsey on them. You don't have to worry about him anymore. But the Shanahan scheme, they do a good job moving Samuel around. You can't really match up one-on-one against him. So he might be in the backfield. He might be a receiver. I think sometimes they even put him at tight end sometimes. This guy lines up everywhere. He's a complete mismatch problem. And it's no coincidence that the Rams have lost their last five. Uh, with Debo Samuel in the game so that guy is really good and they also have this guy named George Kittle that goes with them and he's a pretty good tight end too so it's gonna be a tough it's gonna be a tough game for sure
0: yeah and and that's a good call out too because I mean Jalen Ramsey as good as he is he can only cover one guy at a time and um, Debo and George Kittle both bring a physical presence uh, to that offense that's physical anyway even without those guys, they, they they still play a physical type of football um, that normally the rounds would match up with. But they got to cover these guys, right? And um, you can't put a linebacker on either one of them. George Kittle's not the type of tight end that you can put a linebacker on and and be comfortable with it. So, um, and with the way they move around Debo Samuel's, it's tough to get those matchups. He's just a matchup problem all over the field. So. Um, Makes it tough. It makes it tough for for, for teams. They got to get home when they get that rush for um, Von Miller and Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, those guys. So um, tough matchup for that Rams defense. It's a divisional matchup, so they they know each other, right? No surprises coming um, for either one of these teams, I don't think. Um, but that being said, with we we know that. The defensive line needs to get home, JB. Which quarterback are we hoping to see? Is it going to be Trey Lance that we would rather see because he's a rookie? He might be forced into pressuring some mistakes. Or Jimmy G, who would you rather see out there?
1: Yeah, I definitely think the Rams defense matches up better against Lance. We've seen them have success against those athletic scrambling quarterbacks in recent weeks like Kyler Murray, uh, Tyler Huntley. So, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy G, if you look at the last outing, the game essentially, they were efficient all game long, but the outcome essentially boiled down to key third and fourth down plays where the 49ers were extremely effective in those situations, and Garoppolo just took what the defense gave him. We know the Rams like to play from depth in their coverage, so the underneath stuff is going to be available all day long, and he's patient enough. He's one of the few quarterbacks in the NFL that, are, that is patient enough to just take advantage and keep converting situations. So don't think you can expect to see that from a rookie. So uh, it'd definitely be advantageous to the Rams if Lance is starting a place at Garoppolo, but also if I'm the 49ers heading into the playoffs, I think I'd run with Lance. I know that's kind of contradictory, but just the way I think this plays out. So,
0: You are a braver man than I. <laughs> I don't know how comfortable I would be starting um, Trey Lance in the playoffs, but we'll see, right? Um, I, I, I... I don't know. I think I would rather see him out there as well as a starter for the 49ers, um, just because of, of what you highlighted there, Jimmy G's patience and his willingness to take those short passes. He's not going to usually not going to, um, make any stupid mistakes. So, um, ultimately it's really up to Kyle Shanahan and what we'll see. Um, with the Rams and that, offense I don't think or rather let me rephrase that I think they would have to be a your Super Bowl favorite everybody's Super Bowl favorite um, across the board to win if they can play mistake free football the way the defense is playing um, with the weapons they have on offense they can beat anybody So, what are we looking for on the offensive side of the football when it comes to this Rams 49ers matchup?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's exactly it. But whenever you think about Stafford's mistake free games, like what are they? One to one? Like he's running about 50%. And whenever they are playing mistake free football, they're unparalleled. Like they're one of the best teams of football and they are going to win handily most of the time. So, if you rewind back to Stafford's last game versus San Francisco, he had one touchdown and two interceptions, which one was the bomb down to OBJ, probably a throw that shouldn't have been made. He was trying to force it in OBJ's first game of the year with the Rams. And the second one, you know, was a screen to Higby. He kind of was a weird throw. Maybe Higby dropped it, handed it to Jimmy Ward, essentially. Uh, so weird plays, but just mistakes that can't happen in close games. Um, and as we've seen the last couple of weeks, the Rams kind of bailed Stafford out at times. So The emergence of Sonny Michelle's helped uh, just the emergence of the defense with Aaron Donald and Von Miller, uh, Greg Gaines over the last several weeks. So uh, it's really a team effort, and that's why the Rams are winning, and that's why they've won five games in a row. But Stafford maybe hasn't played winning football at times over that stretch as well.
0: Yeah, and and he he really hasn't. I think he'd be the first one to say that too. But, um, you know, the the biggest difference, not just how the defense is playing (laughs) back, how the defense is playing is, is is much different than how they were playing the first time these two teams met earlier this season. The big difference is what you mentioned earlier, Sony, Michelle, he's, he's a lead back now. He's really taken that offense and given it its own physical personality. There's that word again, right. But they're able to now run that football a lot more effectively than they did the first time when they faced the 49ers. So that in and of itself, I think is going to, um, change this game because if they can run the football it takes that pressure off of Matthew Stafford because going against the Niners we know some of the names that we see on defense Um, Nick Bosa being probably the biggest he's just a big fast dude he's going to get around that edge so um, the more or the the most effective way to counter that is with that running game. So I think the emergence of Sony Michelle is going to be key in this matchup. Hopefully Um, McVeigh keeps the ball rolling or running as the case may be in this contest. JB, who do you think is going to win? Who do you got in this one?
1: I think the Rams snapped the streak and I think they finished with the second seed in the NFC and you're probably playing the saints, the 49ers or the Eagles next week. I think those would be favorable matchups for them versus some other teams in the playoffs what do you think rob
0: yeah you know um i I, i'm pretty sure jb that i always pick the rams um (laughs) to win but but in my defense i've been right 12 times so far this season so um (laughs) you know i'm gonna go with the rams um in this one as well and not just because of streak yes they're gonna break it but they have a lot to play for right um again like we talked about that number two seed is a lot better than dropping all the way down to number five which is where they would land if they don't win this one so um i think the difference between staying at home for the first week of the playoffs and going on the road is going to be enough incentive for um los angeles and how nice would it be to get the number two seed lock all of that up at the expense of not only a division rival but the 49ers that's just and you're you're taking the wind out of their playoff sails. so um they would need help from the Saints game and which if I'm not mistaken let me go ahead and double check this but I believe the Saints are playing in Atlanta at the same time so these two matchups the Rams Niners Saints Falcons are going on at the same time um saints win 49ers lose the saints are going into the playoffs i believe i have that correct so um it would be nice it would be nice to bounce the 49ers from the playoffs but jb looking ahead to the playoffs we know the rams are going to be going who would you prefer in the playoffs what is what is your hope who do you hope that they face in that week one wild card, wild card round
1: Yeah, I think my dream matchup is to play New Orleans uh, at SoFi Stadium. It'd be the first playoff game at SoFi Stadium, right, because the Rams were on the road last year. So we've seen the quarterback turmoil the Saints have been through this year. Uh, Their defense is pretty tough, but just from a top-to-bottom roster level, I think the Rams are superior, and they could win that game handily. kind of would be effectively a bye week for them, just because I don't think Trevor Simeon or – Taysom Hill have the ability to win that game against a, a tough Rams defense. What do you think, Rob?
0: Yeah, I'm, I, yeah. Saints would would, would obviously be um, the best matchup for the Rams for exact the exact same reasons that you just said. They don't have a quarterback. They can't score points. So um, as long as the defense would you know takes care of what they need to take care of, um, the Rams pretty much have that one or would have that one in the bag, but, you know, overconfidence can sometimes get teams in trouble, but um, that would be the most favorable matchup. The Eagles would kind of be fun to see. Um, I think they're, they're a good team when they're playing bad teams. (laughs) Does that make sense? They don't match up well against um, teams that are better than them. So um, I don't think they would be, too tough of a matchup for the Rams were they to um, match up in the first round but I'm gonna say JB it would be kind of nice if for if the 49ers happen to win tomorrow find their way into the playoffs it would be kind of nice um, for the Rams to match up with the 49ers at some point in the playoffs I know Ram fans typically don't um, or rather bristle at that notion, but how awesome would it be if their confidence to beat the 49ers, not just in the last week of the season, but then bounce them from the playoffs completely. I mean, just a, just a big boost to their confidence, I think would be, would be fantastic. So, um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, but it'll all shake out one way or the other and we will be right back here next week just to chit chat about everything we saw and um that's it'll be interesting to see jb um jb if our loyal fans and listeners want to find you on the internet you're a bit of a mystery where can they go
1: Yeah. You probably won't be able to find me other than winners and losers right after the game. So that's always a lot of fun and look forward to, you know, a final regular season version of that this week. So pretty exciting stuff. What about you, Rob?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to be on the old Twitter machine spouting my nonsense like I normally do. So it's at Robert Finn is me. If you choose to follow my lighthearted silliness, um, feel free to do so. It's all in good fun. Um, and this has been Turf Show Times last minute thoughts, our last edition of the regular season. We'll be talking about the playoffs next week, right back here. And of course, for all things Los Angeles Rams, go ahead and visit turfshowtimes.com and that'll scratch that itch. But JB, let's go Rams on Sunday, and I will talk to you next week.